You're listening to Becoming Better Podcast. Be better every day. This episode was made possible through our partnerships with Toym Foundation, JCI Philippines, and CBC Engineering Mapping and Surveying. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to our listeners all over the world. And welcome to the show, Giselle, Isabel, Yai. Kamusta kayo dalawa? I'm good, Christian. Isabel, I'm fantastic. I feel great though. It's, it's scorching here. It's scorching hot, but hotter will be our topics today. Isabel? I'm, I'm doing awesome. If it's hot there, it's also very hot where I am. 35, 36 degrees hot. But hot topics, we're going to be discussing things. That our speaker this evening is going to be discussing things that I'm sure are going to be important and very, very, very hot things to inspire our listeners this evening. Our guest for tonight's show is our educator. He's a digital health expert, a scientist, a physician, and vaccinologist. Please all welcome Dr. Melvin Sanikas. Hi, Doc. Hello. Hello, Sir Christian. Um, hello, um, Mami Sabel, Sir Gaston. Thank you very much for having me. And good morning, good afternoon, good, good evening to our listeners. Oh. I, I think it's good afternoon where Doc is right now. Doc yes, is sir. Good afternoon. In Zurich. Six hours ahead of me, my time. Right, right. So it's two in the afternoon at uh, Zurich right now. I think he's our first international guest in the sense that he is abroad, if I'm, oh, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the first one who is uh, outside our time zone. <laughs> our students, no? Before we we ask the the questions that that we gathered through to the series of um, collecting the question, but please, uh, Doc, uh, would you like to our listeners to understand what is that? What what does vaccinologist mean? Thank you for asking that. Um, I think the word vaccinology just became sort of popular with COVID. Kasi di ba madaming nagaantay kung kailan dating yung bakuna before we had vaccines. So in essence, vaccinology is a mixture of uh, immunology, of infectious diseases, of virology, clinical science, epidemiology, all these little subspecialties of medicine. Um, and it's actually not new. Edward Jenner, yung English physician who first made the um, smallpox vaccine. So basically what he was doing then, he, he was doing vaccinology. So people like Louis Pasteur, um, Robert Koch, yung mga famous bacteriologists, they were doing vaccinology. Pero the term itself is relatively new, mga 1960s, 70s, but it's really everything to do with development, uh, with uh, the access and delivery of vaccines and vaccination to the world, basically. And it also encompasses vaccines for humans and vaccines for animals. So anything to do with vaccines and vaccination, basically, is vaccinology. Wow, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Words that uh, people I have not... Uh, encountered since uh, second year high school biology ma- uh, oh. uh, science classes diba? I heard the little pasture he had me at pasture yeah <laughs> <laughs> wala akong masabi coming from engineering background talagang ano eh uh, in, 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 alam mo ba ngayon lang akong this time of COVID lang ako nagkaroon ng lakas noon loob magpa-injection uh, yeah so yeah that is inspiring pala you had me there you, this is the 
only time that you had the injection, Christian. Sorry, I was about to ask Doc, but I heard that this is the first time you, since you're you were vaccinated as a as a baby, as a kid. Ami, vaccine ko pero kailangan kaya ko mom ko, no? Ah, okay. So it's either your mom is there or they had to knock you out. Is that? <laughs> Friends, so that's a revelation from Christian Clemeno. <laughs> Doc, I have a, a question. Was, was that vaccinology? No? Big words, mm-hmm. Abini Isabel, a mouthful. A lot of memories springing forth from our biology subject in second year or sophomore year in high school. Was that something that you started to aim for when you were in elementary school? Well, when I was in in grade school, not specific to vaccines, ang naisip ko. Pero medicine or science, because my mom is a chemist and she wanted to be a doctor, pero somehow she she didn't have the um, the opportunity to study medicine. They had some financial issues, sa family. So, lagi nang kuno kwento sa amin yon. And for me, parang hindi naman niya talagang sinabi na you do this for me but somehow it was like for me a, a dream that she couldn't pursue that I should pursue myself for her. So parang ganun yung dating sa akin. I was reading your curriculum vitae and one of the things that struck me in the first paragraph or so is you mentioned that you were a global health thought leader. Yeah. So what does it mean? What do you mean by being a global health thought leader? Okay, so I guess to phrases to explain the bio global health is a study of public health pero on a global scale so when we talk about public health for example we say um let's say diseases na are considered an issue to a group of people in a specific place so let's say kunyari rainy season sa philippines big issue ang dengue kunyari diba yes. but when you talk about global health it's not just that you put it into the context of the the world so let's say instead of saying dengue is an issue in the philippines you think higher um, in a more global scale you say mosquitoes are issues in Latin America and Asia so it's not just dengue you talk about then malaria you talk about Japanese diseases yeah so all these diseases that can come from mosquitoes that can infect humans so it's it's a it's a way of looking at uh, the issues in a more global scale basically it's such a, a a trigger word now with the covid the monkeypox and all that when it, it's all over social media it's it's like ballooning all these diseases which makes your profession so in demand i think with what's happening now yeah um like kunyari i i was in a an interview a few days ago in, in another podcast a few days ago to talk about monkeypox and it's funny cuz Um, I've only seen one monkeypox case ever in my life because this is rare. I've seen this case when I was in Nigeria in 2017, I think. Now, everyone talks about monkeypox as if it's really something that they can possibly encounter when in reality it's not at the moment. But just because of the... The news coverage, and you're seeing it every day on media, uh, mainstream media, and social media. You have this feeling that you go out of the house and you will be infected somehow with this monkeypox, right? So I, I think it's 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 interesting, like what you mentioned, because 
people go to us to, to ask us about our opinions on this, but it's it's really something that's also new for us in a way. But I find comfort when you said that it's not going to affect us. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have three small children and yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want them to live in a bubble alcoholing every single thing and that's right. And then right after COVID, and then now you think about monkeypox, like is this ever going to end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. And I, I saw a segment in your CV. It it says there TED educator. You're a mm-hmm. yeah, a, a yes. TED educator. Tell us about that. That's interesting because TED Hands down is yes. one of my favorite things to watch. Yes, you know? yes. So so TED usually has um lots of uh offerings, right? They have TED Talks, they have TEDx something where universities or places organize events for them. Right. Yung sa akin naman, I help them with the animations because this is what I like. I like to simplify scientific uh, concepts for people to understand. And since 2016, I've created several videos with them na. Um, for example, uh, one on tuberculosis, one on influenza, one on meningococcal meningitis. And from the start of the pandemic, I've helped them with like three other videos na looking at how pandemics begin. And then we have another one talking about um, uh, how vaccines uh, are made. So basically, it's transforming a sort of complex topic. And we use words that everyone can understand and we animate it. Right. So that it's easily understood. And it's a short video, like three minutes or maximum four minutes. Para hindi mabore yung mga tao, di ba? And we just talk about the, the, the important issues. And, and, and so far, these videos actually are very, very popular. Um, they have like millions of views each. And I'm very happy na madaming, madaming re-reach nito. And this has been translated into 24 languages na, I think. Which really? is a very good thing. That's another comforting thought. One comforting thought to another. You just said animation is still very much accepted by everyone. So we don't outgrow our love for cartoons and animation and everything like that, which is, to me, I will not no longer be called an immature person because I still love cartoons. But in salarangan ng pagtuturo and education, this is a... How about, how about uh, uh, an actual TED Talk, Doc? Have you gone to the... Uh, no, I, I haven't. They've actually asked me before, yeah. but because I work for um, the biotech industry, um, I, I don't want to do that. Because even if you are trying to make uh, the best out of the topic and, you know, um, conflict of interest, because I work for the biotech industry, I said, no, I mean, you have to maybe give it to people working for the university or NGOs. So maybe in the future. We're all going to look out for that. And kudos, congratulations on the animations, which is seen yes. by millions. No? Yeah, children and adults alike, I would, I yeah. would think. Yeah. But- and I, this ties in well with what he says by being, um, if may I quote, a digital first responder. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean by being a digital ah. responder? That sounds like an Avenger title. Yes, oh, you are yeah, a superhero yeah. of today. Yeah. When I first saw that, this was a term coined by UNICEF, I think, early on in the pandemic. Because there's a lot misinformation, disinformation, a fake news. So they thought of creating a group of people like me who have like several thousands of followers on social media. Um, and 
pag meron silang ginagawang material, they ask us to share. So, ma-amplify yung message. Um, and ang unang, nung unang kita ko nito, sabi ko, parang ano ha, parang para kami mga emergency medicine professionals, pero not sa taong, pero on social media, di ba? So, that was cool. Um, and um, ngayon, hindi na ganun ka-regular ang pinapadala sa amin na information kasi I think we are in a different situation now. But nung kasagsagan talaga ng pandemic, especially nung wala pang mga gamot, wala pang vaccines, we really had new information almost every day. Yung talking about um, ito bang uh, saan ba ay nakakagaling ng COVID? Ang pagkain ba na maaanghang na pagkain? Or if you if you eat garlic ba, mapaprevent ang COVID? Yung mga ganun, just simple things na nagkakaroon din ng simple answers and infographics just to explain na, yeah, there's no harm in eating garlic, there's no harm in eating chili, but yeah. please don't think of it as a prevention or a cure for COVID, you know? <laughs> Alam ko na yung power ni Doc. How to, uh, his power, his special power is curbing panic. <laughs> oh, that's a powerful... Oh, grabe. Like I mean, now... To scare people. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, you know, uh, this is... Um, so, uh, on social media, yung mga tao, especially ngayon na sobrang daming followers, like millions, they actually get those followers from creating panic. From creating ah, um, yung trigger you know, posts yeah. trigger yeah. posts uh, and uh, actually mahirap nga labanan eh kasi for example if I create a post saying na vaccines are uh, effective and they prevent hospitalization well nobody will actually care about that you get a few dozens of clicks and shares yeah. but if you say uh, oh my god vaccines cause this and you will die if you take the vaccines just in a few minutes, you will see thousands and thousands of likes. Like wildfire. Yes. <laughs> wildfire kagad. <laughs> Which brings me to that question kasi parang we recall biases that that, that people have over, maybe it's a behavioral psycho or behavioral, what do you call that? Behavioral economics concept where people are mm-hmm. more drawn towards the negative. How do you fight that? I mean, tell us about how you fight that. The, as they say, well, you're born, diba? Mm, yung <laughs> fighting it, sir, is not easy. As you mentioned, kasi it's always the negative and the doom and gloom posts that get traction, diba? That get posts yeah. and shares. But what you can do is really answer one thing at a time and focus on it um, and just really explain what we know so far, what we don't know so far, and what we as a scientific community, what we are doing to find out the answers for what we don't know. I think ito yung three points na hindi siya kasing popular than the doom and gloom posts. Pero it helps people kasi, especially those who are just lurking na hindi naman mag-engage sa'yo. But they actually listen to what you say and absorb. And I'm seeing this uh, people following me na... They don't engage with the posts, but you see when they, for example, talk to the media, because some of these people are also um, being interviewed in the media, they use the messaging from my tweets. So, because ah. in a way, iba yung amplification ng messages. It's not only on, on Twitter, but it's actually on um, mainstream media as well. Nagkakaroon siya ng trickle down if, if there's such a thing trickle down effect to another media 
Yeah, that's 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 a great way to put it because true, there are people that still go for traditional media, for the newspaper, especially the 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 seasoned set. I won't say no. I won't say the word OLD. <laughs> the seasoned set. <laughs> so ganon sila. And um, would you know who these pe- people voted for in your? I'm kidding. It's just a. <laughs> are we politicizing this podcast? No, no, no. Erase that. Erase that. But I'm kidding. But that's a fantastic way to put it because information can be easily consumed in seconds, no? and uh, the belief or the non-belief of people will happen over the next few seconds as well. Powerful. I, I know Powerful, that, that, that puts Doc Melvin in such a uh, important position. I would say. Yeah, better than standing on a red rug. Do, yeah. Do, do talk. But I do look forward to seeing Doc Melvin and a red rug and do that, that talk maybe sometime in the future. Yes, of course. Actually, okay. minsan nga, sir, um, nakikita ko yung tweets ko. Uh, na, Na-forward na lang sa akin ang people I know from those countries kasi hindi ko naman na monitor. Hmm. But sometimes it's being featured in in countries in Africa, country, countries in Latin America that na nakakatuwa na umaabot doon yung messages ko pero sometimes hindi rin nakakatuwa kasi yung mga anti-vax in those countries they oh, yeah. kumbaga, they use me as a target tapos ayun na parang ang dami ng mga bashing online but I guess I've been on Twitter for what five years now or more para medyo kumapal na rin yung mukha ko parang <laughs> Medyo hindi pangit. na mabalat si Buyas. <laughs> hindi, hindi na po. Parang kunyari, pag medyo pangit na parang they're attacking me, okay, then I take a break for a week. You know, I come back after a week. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. I think Isabel will also like this. And Christian, what's the best comment that you ever received? And on the flip side, what's the worst comment that you've ever received in your posts? Ah, best comment, madame, pero it's usually about um, Doc, I saw your tweet, blah, blah, blah. I, ch- I changed my mind. I got vaccinated. Yun ang best for me. Nice. Okay. Yung parang you change their decision at nagpabakuna sila because they, they they saw your tweet and they they were convinced. Ang worst, hindi ko yata pwede sabihin yung mga words dito. <laughs> it's okay. We'll just label the show explicit. <laughs> <laughs> Pero <laughs> uh, in a way, mga tipong uh, mamatay ka na, tututut, uh, or yeah, mga, mga ganun level na go to hell and mamatay ka na. Oh boy. Yun yung masakit, you know, yung they don't even use like really foul words, just simple na just die, period. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. And those are the kinds of people you can't reason with anymore. You you're just gonna be the losing end kung you try to change their mind and sticks. <laughs> exactly. Pero right. fun fact po, fun fact po, sa mga na-receive ko na mga comments na ganyan, it's usually coming from our country, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> so parang talagang galing sa atin yung mga ganyan, pero pag sa ibang countries, when they bash me, hindi ganyan eh. Parang, I don't agree with you, you're wrong, ganun lang. Pero pag sa atin talaga, mamatay ka na, blah, blah, blah. Oh boy. <laughs> Ibang so, countries, we're so passionate. Yes. Sa ibang countries, may intellectual point pa silang i-raise, ano, na, na argument. Pero dito sa atin, tama si Isabel, why convince that person? That person wants you dead. Diba? There's no point in, in doing that. Uh, by the way, mayroon akong question, uh, Doc Melvin. So, uh, how do you think uh, being an honorary for, by the way, uh, what do you think uh, being an honorary for ten outstanding young men, con- is contributing on your career. 
as a vaccinologist? Uh-huh. Well, siyempre, of course, it's uh, something special and unique kasi especially the, the uh, honor I got this year um, was for science and medicine. And I was told na ako yung first ever na science and medicine. Madami daw in the past science, madami in the past medicine. That's pero true. for science and medicine, ako yung first ever. So when I found out na ganun, as in, pinabasa ko yata nun yung, ano, yung, yung souvenir so. program. Oo. Ah. Grabe, as in, parang nanghina yung katawan ko. Sorry, shit, ganito pala. I mean, you know, nakakatuwa na I'm the first. Pero on the flip side, parang nakaka-pressure <laughs> na because of this now i have to really do my best to inspire more people no especially in our country to at least maybe encourage them to consider a career in science and medicine um because as we all know covid-19 will not be the last pandemic uh, there will be others in the future Yeah. And we will need people who will dedicate their lives to studying emerging infectious diseases, whether we are in a pandemic or not. And I think TOIM has given me this uh, platform or this opportunity to be able to share this message. And since the award, actually, madaming personally nagme-message sa akin na kung God's talk, congrats kami ganyan. And um, how, to, how, how do I um, pursue a career in vaccinology? Um, and nakakatawa kasi I, I, I now have like a, a prepared answer. I would say, Again, <laughs> ito yung mga universities that you can look at. Ito yung mga scholarships that you can apply for. Kasi I always tell them, you know, I got these degrees for free. And they would all be like, really? Are you also doing? Yes, why would I pay for, uh, for my degree? <laughs> diba? And then I tell them that in Europe, education is almost entirely free. So my education in Italy, in, in, in the UK, it's for free. The people I know who are also in vaccinology, who studied in France, in Spain, also for free. So I'm giving them links and this is actually inspiring people. And nakita ko na sinasabi na sa akin ng mga program officers in those universities. Now, Doc, madami nag-apply from the Philippines. I think galing sa'yo itong mga to. Wow. Nice. Kasi yeah. this isn't an industry Filipinos would normally think of entering, diba? It's yeah, yeah. And you were saying earlier, um, this has inspired you, that the award has inspired you to to do these things, to advertise your your profession. So, uh, I'd like to segue and ask, no? Why, why, why this industry? What inspires you to become a better person because of working in um, vaccinology? Well, um, before the pandemic, I already thought na Diba kasi madami namang fields of medicine, diba? There's genetics, there's cancer. And usually these are the, kumbaga, considered more sexy, more mm. high-paying. More known. More known na segments or, or aspects of the industry. And vaccinology and public health, parang wala nakikinig dyan eh. Kasi parang yakadirian, tuberculosis, mga ganyan, diba? So I, I think it, in a way, the pandemic sort of reminded us na no hindi global health public health is very important because it's not just one place it's it's basically the whole world affected and parang na remind tayo lahat na um ano ba ang mundo pag may isang 
isang disease na kumakalat na walang bakuna. And we've seen that. We've seen that in 2020, di ba? Na we had lockdowns, thousands dying every day. And we don't want that to happen. And sinasabi na yan namin before. No, I've been saying this for influenza, pandemic influenza, um, and swine flu rain in the past. Pero hindi kasi hindi kasing powerful ang messaging as compared to having lived a pandemic like what we are experiencing now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Agree, agree. And uh, I don't think you fall short in inspiring people because I'm thinking right now, there are kids that say, I don't want to be a doctor because I want to be an animation. Guess what? You have to meet Melvin Sanikas, the doctor who does both. So children now will change their minds and say, I can do both. Fantastic. So I don't think you're going to fall short in the inspiration department. By, by the way, um, Dr. Melvin, how... The next question will be uh how can you how can you inspire uh this uh, young men and women to to aspire uh to yeah to to become someone someone the same as you or not like you but following the footsteps of being a vaccine Maybe I can answer using a concrete uh, example. A few months ago I was invited by a high school in a high school in Um, Virginia in the US. So they wanted to talk to a, a scientist. So the teacher reached out to me and they, I talked to them via Zoom. So it was an hour and it was just no holds barred questioning from them. Dami lang tanong for about anything, everything under the sun. And then after that, uh, the teacher told me that they were very happy that they were able to talk to me. And three of them actually in a graduating class they've changed their minds from studying um i think they were supposed to study journalism or or something else and then gusto nila magscience and sobrang natuwa ako doon kasi talagang um the the effect of just an hour of talking to them and being honest being straight with them na nabago yung pag-iisip nila kasi parang i think in the US of course they're political climate is also very polarized you know you have the fox news in the msnbc cnn on the other side yeah. <laughs> yeah. tapos parang sa kanila both of them are not telling the truth and and for me i i i told them i could tell you what i know i'm i'm not pretending to know everything pero um if you ask me something i will tell you if i know the answer and and sobrang nagiba yung tingin nila na parang ah scientists pala can also be truthful you know like parang <laughs> <laughs> hindi pala hindi ka pala bobolahin and so and now alam ko these three kids already pursuing um uh their degrees uh, in science kaya nakakatawa na in a way you can inspire people by just talking to them and the other thing pa na mas parang for me mas uh na inspire ako lalo kasi i think two of these students actually came from um a broken family mm-hmm. and they they are sort of getting help from the state na parang yun nagpapaaral sa kanila. And, and for them to consider a science career is for me one of the biggest achievements of just being there um, showing up. Fantastic. Wala, wala akong masabi. Kung pwede lang ako mag-aral ng uh, medicine ngayon, kaso hindi uh, <laughs> na pwede. <laughs> I'm, 14, I'm 39 na. <laughs> oh, don't say that. I actually have a neighbor. Uh, he took up law at 80. Oh. Then passed the bar. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's so, a- you know, it might be never too late. So, 
Right. Down the road, you want to be like Doc Melvin? For, for your neighbor who's 80 years old, nobody would ever ask, how old were you when you took the bar? Nobody uh, would ask that, right? <laughs> they would say, Uy, mukhang de kampanilyang abogado yan dahil may edad na. Mukhang ganun din yung effect sa atin. Oo, oh, ba? <laughs> my experience. <laughs> <laughs> but let me switch it up a bit. I'm go on a different lane right now. A, a little bit more somber tone. I would like to think that we're easing out of the pandemic. I mean, that's me. That's my opinion. I would like to think that we're easing out. Because <laughs> we have kids. Yeah? And we are already nangangatin na maglakwacha or to go someplace else. What's what's it going to be like in the next six months to 12 months uh, for people like us that wish more mobility, wish more uh, ability to roam or to see the world, the rest of the world? So I think um, to answer that, I can also give you examples of what's happening in Europe at the moment. Yeah. So here in Switzerland, where I am based, tinanggal na po yung mask wearing, yung checking ng vaccination status. Kung wala na talaga. If you go to an establishment or you go inside the train or the tram, walang nakamask, walang checking ng vaccination status. And this is because we've already reached 70% fully vaccinated. Um, and this is not to say na wala nang na-infect. Meron pa din kasi wala nang mask wearing. Pero it's not enough to kumbaga um, cripple the healthcare system. Or to sound there alarm. People, yeah, there's still people being infected. But if you're infected now, you just stay at home for a few days. Uh, when you feel well, lumabas ka ulit. Right. And also, if you look at the hospitalization, hindi na pupunong hospital. Hindi na kumbaga... Hindi na hindi na cram for hospital beds or spaces yung, yung mga doktor. And so in a way, this is a good thing. This is a good sign na we are on the way to, to beat this pandemic. Um, I always tell people na COVID-19, the disease itself, the virus, SARS-CoV-2, it will not go away. It will be there. But the pandemic itself will end. Um also, to give some context, yung 1918 pandemic, di ba, na flu pandemic, yes. di ba sinabi 20, 1920 na wala na siya. Pero it's not true na nawala mismo yung virus because the virus circulated 5-10 years after. Pero yung effect niya sa population, it was not the same na kasi madami na na-infect. In as much as yung ngayon ang nangyayari dahil 70% almost na of the world has gotten at least one dose of the vaccine madami din na infect na na-recover na so these people have immunity as well so this is the reason why if you look at the epi curve the epidemic curve of WHO you know for the pandemic since January pababa nang pababa yung cases and deaths eh. and this is a very good sign good to know inspiring pwede na tayong mamasyal Jessel oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah I took, I took my kids to it. their very first like trip to Manila after the lockdown, about three years. Oh yeah, you were here, right? Yeah, oh my God, parang nakawala sila sa kudal. It is like a whole <laughs> new world for them, seeing all these sites and everything. And I'm sure I'm not the only parent who'd want their kids to run free and have a semblance of a normal childhood. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Konika Jen, Isabella, last week nga lang, kagagali ko ng Baguio. Uh, talaga yung yung anak ko hinahabol ko paakyat pababa paakyat pababa 
Medyo na, hiningan lang ako doon, no? <laughs> Before your parting shot, Doc, uh, uh, Doc Melvin, I just want to ask, I think this this would be great to hear for those young people who are about to enter university or college and are at the crossroads of thinking what to take. However, most of them, you know, that a great part of our population is um, underprivileged. What would you say to those that are seeing you as an inspiration, yet they still feel, they feel na walang pera eh, walang susuporta. What can I do? If you were in front of them, what would you say to them? Um, you know, I think first thing is really to make sure that you try to know really what you want to do in life. I know it's difficult, pero um, habang tumatagal kasi you, you get the feel of what you don't want to do and what you want to do, di ba? And if yeah. you think that science is something that you really want to pursue, it doesn't matter kung anong subject yung unang pasukan mo, basta just pumasok ka lang sa isang science subject, isang science degree, and then you can take it from there. Kasi... Alam mo, madami akong friends na naging classmates ko from Africa who also came from backgrounds na hindi rin privilege, kumbaga. Pero what you can do is do it um, parang stepwise. Eh. First, you get this pre-medical degree or science degree and then you can work, right? You can find a job, save money, save up for the next thing. Yeah. You can study part-time. You, know? you can do your master's uh, in, in, on the weekends. Ako nga actually, I have two master's degrees. Ang isang master's degree, ginawa ko siya na full-time in Italy. Yung sa UK, it's part-time. So, kumbaga, habang nag-work ako, nag-aaral din ako at the same time. And this is something now na because of the pandemic, because of this distance learning and all these virtual learning, accepted na siya eh. Kasi di ba dati parang people are looking down on these you know, distance learning degrees lang naman yes. yan. yan. Hindi naman yan importante. But now it's different eh. This, this COVID and Zoom culture has changed our minds na iba na ang tingin ngayon sa mga ganito. So, if you really want a science degree, go get it. Madaming scholarships po eh. You can look at the DOST website. You can also look at the website dito sa Germany. Uh, it's D-A-A-D. I forgot the term. It's, it's a German word. They give scholarships to everyone, including Pilipino po, mga Pinoy. Hi. And if you go to German universities, you will always see a, a Pinoy master student. So, kasi in, in Germany, in France, in Italy, these things are free. Um, you know, postgraduate degrees, especially if you get the scholarship. So, madami pong paraan eh, kasi... Ako, when I was in high school, hindi ko nasasabing kung kailan, but this was decades ago. Ang thinking kasi is, di ba, parang tayo mga Pinoy laging, oh, may ganyan ba sa US? May ganyan ba sa States? Kasi we're so US-centric, di ba, ang thinking natin. And if you go to the US, come on, ang, ang, magkano ba ang tuition fee doon? One year is 100,000, di ba? Saan ka kukuha ng ganyan pera? Pero there's Europe that gives you free stipend, free education, you know? It's a change in mindset. And if you really want to do a science degree, you can. There's DOST, there are scholarships. You just need to work hard for it. Nice. You know, the last two minutes, you just started to open the minds of those underprivileged youth or even the older set that would want to study some more. Would you care to give us where we could find you, your social media sites or possibly an email that they can contact you so they could have what, 
to, to get to know you better or to ask more questions if you will allow them of course. Yes sir um, I am on Twitter at vaccinologist mabilis lang po ako hanapin sa Twitter you can type my name The only just... one at vaccinologist <laughs> That's just me yeah Eling <laughs> Eling So on Twitter at vaccinologist so go ahead guys Trademark mo na rin yan doc <laughs> on, on Facebook on Facebook also of course if you want to share lang if you have that but So so Facebook is just my name Melvin Sanigas There you go yeah. Follow ko nga si Doc sa kanyang Twitter account. Oh, hindi ako um, ma-Twitter but now I will. <laughs> <laughs> Kasi mas ano eh, mas mabilis sa uh, latest yes. Twitter. Yeah. This is one thing actually sir that I liked about Twitter kasi dati ayoko mag-Twitter kasi sabi ko ayoko matag sa mga mga tweets na yan. <laughs> but um, in 2016, I got to spoke to one of the um, big names in global health, no? uh, Dr. Peter Hotes. He's a professor sa Texas. And he told me, Melvin, get a Twitter account. And sabi ko, sige na nga, so I can follow you. So parang doon nag-start yun eh. <laughs> Nagpa-Twitter ako because of Dr. Hotes. Pero eventually, it opened up a different world for me kasi ang bilis pala mag-collaborate with people on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Especially scientists, I noticed. Yes, yes, sir. They're on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I'm just blown actually with all this. As as you were saying, no, parang Twitter for me kasi was is is so no, too noisy to really just mm-hmm. follow and you know, all my, and all this this uh, sometimes people just go at war kasi sa Twitter. But, yes, it's But you have just shown uh, there is also light in the chaos of Twitter. No, it, ito, Isabel, early on in the pandemic, di ba, alam mo naman sa ating mga Pinoy, ang dami mga Twitter wars, di ba? Yes, yes. Lagi nila ako tinatag, sinasama. Hindi ako, suma- hindi ako sumasagot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yun, so, I will not mention the names kasi these people are, you know, very active on Twitter at uh, they're always on TV sa atin and they always tag me and what do you think? I never reply. Ayaw kong masama. <laughs> Ayan, I followed you na just now. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to. I will follow Doc Melvin. Uh, Doc Melvin, your parting shot to those listeners of ours who want to become better. I, I think we, we all really need to think about ways to make ourselves better. It's, it's really how you um, improve in life in general, right? Not just your career, but but your life, you know? Uh, there are always ways to improve yourselves. Uh and for me, for example, um, I'm all about science and medicine. I always also try to learn about behavioral economics, like what you mentioned, sir. I also read about business and management. I said there are always many things for us to learn. Eh. Once you think that you know everything, na hindi mo na kailangan mag-aral, na hindi mo na kailangan mag-improve, then that's, that's, that's sad because you will just stagnate and you will lose on the opportunities in life. So I, I think hindi naman kasi kailangan na formal education eh. Just pick up a book, read about something, listen to a podcast like this podcast, just be inspired. Kasi I, I think it, it's really our responsibility to improve ourselves habang may pag-asa, habang nabubuhay tayo. Beautiful. Galing, galing. So yes, um... With that, uh, Giselle, thank you very much, Doc. Uh, by the way, he's our 2021 TOM, the Outstanding Young Men Honoree, uh, Doc Melvin Sanikas. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>